The philosopher and concentration camp survivor, Viktor Frankl, said the meaning of life is to give life meaning. To give meaning to our lives, to give us a purpose, a reason to get up in the morning, a reason to walk through life. Putting one foot in front of the other, but not in an aimless way, but a focused, purposeful, oriented fashion. In other words, with intention. The ancient philosophers like Marcus Aurelius, Epictetus and Seneca knew the importance of living a meaningful life 2,000 years ago. Indeed, they used their Stoic philosophy to live purposeful lives. And even at this remove, we can learn a lot from these people. Hey there, Matthew Norrie here, the host of the Happy Habit podcast, talking health and well-being every Monday and Thursday. I can't quite believe that I'm saying this, but this is the 150th episode of this podcast series, a series that actually started out in May of last year, uh, simply as a project to help me through the early stages of the pandemic here in Ireland. I have to say, I really appreciate the fact that so many of you, of the listeners from all over the world, have engaged with this podcast over the last 18 months. And it's been amazing to see and to be a part of. And as long as people are willing to listen, well, we'll continue to bring you new episodes of the Happy Habit podcast. I mentioned the pandemic was the inspiration for me to start this series. This actually ties in neatly with the Antonine pandemic that afflicted the global population during the Roman times, when Marcus Aurelius was emperor. Marcus Aurelius was a very unconventional leader. He was the complete opposite of many of his predecessors in that he wasn't all about himself. Marcus had a self-awareness that was facilitated by being a deep thinker. He knew he held an extraordinary, unique place in Roman society, but chose to use it to the advancement of others rather than for selfish reasons. In fact, he gave some of his power to his brother when he first became emperor, which would have been unheard of at the time. He also sold off jewels, gold and other expensive possessions during the Antonine Plague so that he could provide for his subjects during their hour of need. This selflessness is a central tenet of the Stoic philosophy. It answers the question, who are you doing something for? Time and again, the significance of doing things for other people, the giving of your time and effort for the benefit of others, has been shown to be the key to contributing to your own bank of self-contentment. We feel better in ourselves when we are doing for other people. But us feeling better shouldn't necessarily be the prime motivation. It certainly wasn't Marcus Aurelius's motivation. He just knew it was the right and proper thing to do, given that he held a position of advantage over others. Another tenet of the Stoic philosophy that we can learn from is we can live every day by asking ourselves at any given moment, does this really matter? This is about perspective and possessing the ability to zoom out on demand. 
say you have just had a petty argument, for example, with someone and you feel slighted in some way and perhaps you are fuming and full of resentment, you feel hurt and let down and bitter, all of these things all at the same time. All of these emotions washing around inside you like clothes in a tumble dryer. Even days after the perceived slight, you are still annoyed and go out of your way to retain that hurt. You fuel the duel in your mind by reliving the argument with the other person over and over and over again. But wait, what is the point of doing this? In the cold light of day, in the pantheon of everything, does this really matter? Will this argument matter this time next year? In ten years' time, will it matter on your deathbed? No. So why fuel it now? While you are fueling a pointless petty argument, time is ticking relentlessly onwards. That time you will never ever get back. Once it's gone, it is gone. Are there not a million and one better ways to use your precious time than spending it on being bitter? Why waste it on arguments? Use your seconds, your minutes, hours and days constructively. So what someone close to you slighted you? Choose to explain to them you were disappointed in the moment, forgive them and move on. Letting go of any hurt or resentment is instantly healing and leaves you to use your energy in a much more constructive way. Which leads me to the notion of dead time versus alive time. The philosopher Seneca said it's not that life is short, it's that we waste much of it. As I said, I started this podcast at a time when I was looking for a constructive way for me to use the pandemic for good. I wanted to use my time for good, instead of wasting an entire lockdown just watching Netflix. If you are not using time, you are wasting time. Either way, you are always losing time. So why not use that time you have to better yourself, to grow, to progress in some small way every single day? Otherwise, you become stale. And the result is you become frustrated with your own lack of growth. You adopt bad habits and before you know it, you are looking back at all of the time and opportunity you wasted with nothing to show for it. Wasted time is dead time, whereas a lifetime is when we are most alive because we are productive, we are growing, we are pushing our boundaries and we are pushing against our comfort zone. We are, in essence, knocking on the door of possibility. The Stoics understood that life was a lot simpler when they focused on things they could control rather than on things they could not control. So many people have spent so much of this pandemic getting angry, annoyed, frustrated with the actions of other people, be it the authorities in their countries or just with other citizens. People have spent so much time online reading statistic after statistic and sensational news headlines that are designed to stoke anger and fear in readers. Here's the thing, regardless of what other people do, from politicians to your next door neighbour, regardless of what they are doing, what they are not doing in this pandemic, regardless of their behaviour, their attitudes, the only thing you can control is your behaviour and your attitude. The quickest way to become full of frustration is to focus on something you have no control over. 
Yet we do this time and time again. And then we wonder why our moods are so negatively affected. Stop concerning yourself with the behaviour and attitudes of other people. Not just in respect of the pandemic, but in relation to all things. Focus on what you have power over. Because this alone is a full-time job, which you neglect to do when you are distracted by what your neighbour is or is not doing, or by what your government is or is not doing. And when you are distracted, you are wasting the power that you have over you. This is a very simple choice. Teddy Roosevelt had a saying that would have resonated with the Stoic philosophers of 2,000 years ago. He said, comparison is the thief of joy. In other words, if you are going to compare yourself to others, you are going to be miserable. Stop comparing yourself to other people. It makes zero sense to do this. You are totally unique in every way. Nobody will have the same sequence of life experiences as you have had. So it makes zero sense for you to compare yourself to someone else, even if you think you are somewhat similar, be it that you are of a similar age, a similar background, or have a similar job or education. Be happy for someone else's success or achievements in whatever field of life they have achieved. It only takes from you when you compare and resent or end up feeling less than in some way. Cheer on someone else's success as if it were your own. To compare yourself to them is to feel inferior, is to attack your own self, is to be your own critic. What good can come of this? Instead, use their success as your inspiration, your motivation. Another stoic idea is don't make problems worse by moaning about them. The philosopher Seneca said, I am not a hindrance to myself. I don't exacerbate my problems by complaining. Complaining about things will only hurt you because you are the only one who has to invest the negative energy and time into complaining. You are the one who has to fuel how you see those things in a negative light. This has a toxic effect on you and those you are sharing your space with. It drags you and those around you down. Just think of the guy in your workplace who everybody knows who is always moaning about everything. Nobody likes to spend time with this guy because he sucks the air out of every single room he occupies. Instead, Focus on what you can control, which is your attitude to the problem which has presented itself. With clear, unbiased thought, this problem can indeed be reframed as an opportunity to provide a solution. And we like solutions. Just think how good we feel when we have completed a jigsaw or a crossword. Simple reframing can extinguish all negative feelings associated with a perceived problem and replace them with positive feelings associated with taking action and controlling only the things we have control over. Well, thank you for listening to this edition of the Happy Habit Podcast. Until next time, stay happy. (music) 